Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. What if everything holding you back from your wildest dreams, it's all in your head? From imposter syndrome to fear of failure, it's time to stop the self-sabotage and reclaim your birthright to confidence, success, and fulfillment. Despite rocketing, I mean skyrocketing to the top of the Forbes, America's richest self-made women's list, Jamie Kern Lima once battled self-worth herself. By bringing her signature authenticity, she is now dusting off years of rejection to pave the road to bulletproof self-worth before this mental chatter costs you everything. Welcome back, Quick Brains. I am your host and your brain coach, Jim Quick. Today, we are joined by Jamie Kern Lima. I, I love her new book so much, Worthy, that it is being featured in March's book club. For those of you who know, if you're part of our quick success group where we do live coaching, we also have a monthly book club. And we've had people like Dr. Daniel Amen uh, featuring, we've had people like Dr. BJ Fogg who wrote Tiny Habits and we come together for an hour and we are featuring Jamie's new book, Worthy. We, I always feature some of my favorite books and we read it together. I teach you how to memorize different parts of it. And uh, this is a very special uh, book. So make sure you get it. If you wanna join our book club, go to quicksuccess.com. That's K-W-I-K success.com and get your copy of Worthy. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Jamie Kern Lima, author of the new book, Worthy. I am so excited to be here. It's going to be an amazing episode. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is, um, you're one of my favorite people, as I mentioned in the introduction. And this is like, I can't think of a more important topic to discuss. It's not only timely, but it's timeless. And so we're going to be talking about how do you believe in yourself to transform your life and why self-worth specifically is so important to your, your personal goals, your business goals, your, your entire life. Maybe we could start, Jamie, with defining the difference between self-confidence and self-worth. Well, this, that one question, that is like the power question. I'm so excited you <laughs> asked that because for anybody listening to us, watching us right now, this one thing will literally change like your entire life. And, um, you know, our self-worth is our ceiling. Like our self-worth is our ceiling in every area of our life, our business, our relationships, our goals and dreams. A lot of people think, oh, I just need to get more skill set or more experience or more, you know, confidence, which is different. And all those things are important. But underneath it all, if you don't believe you are worthy of the thing, it will not come. And so, mm. you know, in life, like we don't become what we want, we become what we believe we're worthy of. And so self-worth, um, is literally the one thing that's like the foundation of all of it that when you learn to build it can impact your business, your goals, your dreams, what what you believe is possible for yourself. Uh, so I'm so excited. So, okay. And, 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 and to your question, self-confidence, while it is so important and so valuable, is actually completely different from self-worth. 
And most of us, I'll, I'll just speak for myself, most of my life, I did not realize uh, that I was pursuing all of these things that built self-confidence, but arriving at them, not understanding why, why I still didn't feel like I was enough or I still felt like something was missing. Uh, and I thought the solution was to work harder and achieve more and level up to the next level. And all of that is an important part of growth and, and, and building confidence. But none of it builds self-worth, which is so important because our self-worth is our ceiling. Okay, so let me break it down. I'm really excited about this. So self-confidence, while it's internal, uh, it is so much based on the external. So your self-confidence is how you assess your own skills and abilities. Uh, your willingness to try and to go for it, how much of the world's definition of success you feel you have and how you feel you stack up and compare and measure to others. If you're winning or losing at any moment in time, it's, you know, the studies show the boxer who wins the fight is automatically 30% more confident. Our confidence is fragile. It fluctuates. Mm. It rises and falls. Our self-worth on the other hand, is the deep internal knowing and belief that you are worthy of love and belonging exactly as you are, not as your past or past mistakes or failures, not as your successes and what's happening all around on the outside, but separate from all of that, just exactly as you are, you're fully enough worthy of love and belonging. Self-confidence, okay? Every ad that we see growing up and on television and all the things that well-intended family members often say where they're like, how's your job? How's your kids? You know, we learn to believe once I have great answers to those things, then I should feel enough and like I've made it. Um, we learn through ads that like, oh my gosh, if I get that dream car one day or the six pack abs or that certain level in my bank account or the certain job title, then I'm going to finally feel fulfillment and enough. And for some of us, it may be a certain level in our business or it might be finally finding a life partner or getting married and having kids or, you know, a fitness goal. It could be anything. And then a lot of us, we dream like, oh my gosh, one day when I get that, when I get that job title or that, whatever it might be. And we work really, really hard often for years. And then when you finally get that thing that we thought would make us happy and fulfilled, a lot of us arrive at that thing and we're happy for a, a while. But then before we realize it, we're like, okay, but why am I back to feeling like something's missing or like this isn't enough or like I'm not enough? And our answer to that is usually, I just got to work harder. I got to love, I got to achieve more, get the next thing, the next thing. And it becomes this never ending cycle where we never, where we achieve a lot and we grow a lot and we build a lot of confidence in the way, which is along the way, which is really important. But if we don't have underlying self-worth, we always arrive at those things feeling empty, feeling like something's missing and just continuing to hustle harder and harder and harder. And it just goes on forever because all of those achievements will build self-confidence, but, but none build self-worth. And when it comes to self-worth, a lot of people think, well, wait a minute, especially ambitious people. They're like, if I believe I'm enough just as I am, yeah. am I going to lose my ambition? Am I going to lose my edge? And it's like, Oh no, when you fully believe you're enough as you are, like I have found you get more ambitious because you're now, you know, like, oh, if I go for this thing and fail and fall flat on my face, like 
it might shake my confidence for a minute, but it cannot touch my self-worth, like my like who I am. You become more fearless. And so knowing the difference between the two is huge. And what you just said was a mic drop. Is It's something to tune of in life. You don't soar to the level of your hopes and your dreams. You stay stuck at the level of your self-worth. In your, whether it's in your relationships, your careers, your ambitions, you don't rise to what you believe is possible. You fall to what you believe you're worthy of. And so I definitely want to talk about some of the myths. Is, is there a lie that you want to highlight? I mean, obviously everyone's listening. They're going to go and be inspired to get the book. Is there a lie that you want to unravel for people and point out so they could be sensitive to it? As uh, And I'm sure there are a number of lies that we tell ourselves that lead to self-doubt and what the truth would be yes. to embrace, to be able to wake up, to own that worthiness. Yeah. I mean, just cracking open worthy for a minute and yeah. just to... Some of these lies, uh, uh, if I'm me, I won't be loved. I'm the real me. Uh, I'm an imposter. That is a big one. Right now, as we're talking, you know, 73% of men feel inadequate and not enough. 80% of women feel like they're not enough. 75% of female executives deal with imposter syndrome. It is a big, big issue. Um, another lie, labels are permanent. A lot of us have let labels, you, oh my gosh, your story is so powerful around this about how to not let things other people say about us stick to us. And there's a whole exercise and framework um, in the book about how to unlearn and, and remove labels. Almost like a lot of us think labels are permanent, you know, and, uh, and, and we let them stick to us like permanent things, but they're really like post-it notes. You can remove them like a light adhesive and you can, <laughs> you know, do apply new labels, uh, to your life. Um, if I stand out, I'll get kicked out. A lot of us are afraid of our greatness and we dim our light and, and show up inauthentically to belong. Um, there's another whole chapter in here about people pleasing right? Which 40% of men describe themselves as people pleasers over 50% of women do. Wow. And wow. so many people, yeah, but like they, we feel we need to please others in order to be accepted or love or belong. But oftentimes it comes as a result of us betraying ourselves. And every time we show up inauthentically in this world, we are telling ourselves that who we are isn't enough. Mm. And so I guess if I were to pick one lie, this will be really hard. But, um, but in our time, I would say, I just, I hope and pray everyone listening to us. And this is something I love so much about you, Jim, is when you step into the power of owning who you authentically are and like all of who you are, that is when you live in alignment with your assignment on this earth. And there's a whole chapter called, uh, you're not crazy, you're just first. And... <laughs> What, what I love about this chapter is for anybody listening to us who has ever felt like who they are is not enough, or like perhaps if they were the real them, then maybe people would be like, oh, they're not as cool or funny or smart or competent as I thought they were. Or if anyone has ever felt odd or quirky or strange or different, uh, this whole chapter called You're Not Crazy, You're Just First uh, is one of my favorites for that because I, I share how growing up, um, you know, I was adopted and uh, raised by uh, five different families and loved them all 
I'm so blessed beyond measure. And what I will say is I was the only one out of all five of my families that would have these kind of out there ideas. Like, what if we could end <laughs> world hunger? What if I could launch a business one day? What if I could become a CEO one day? Right. And I had these just big ideas that were not normal uh, for the families and environments I was raised around. And I'd always, they'd always call me terms of endearment. They thought like, uh, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like who, you know, who do you think you are to have ideas like this? And I remember after many years, I'm always kind of feeling like I needed to kind of dim my own light or change who I was to fit in. Uh, I was actually the first person in my family to go to therapy in my late twenties. And I remember asking my therapist, I said, my whole life, like, People who love me, they're like, you know, you have these wild ideas, you all these things, like you're, you're, you know, you're crazy. You're, you know, these terms of endearment. I asked the therapist, I said, am I crazy? And she said, you're not crazy, but I'm really glad you're here. And she explained to me that when you're the first in your peer group or family or friends to kind of think different or, or be willing to show up as who you fully authentically are, uh, not everyone's going to get it right away because there's only one of you that has ever been created, ever. And if you're, and this is for everyone listening to us right now, if you are one of the brave ones willing to show up authentically as who you truly are in this world, you're first. You're yeah. the first ever you. There's never been another you before, right? There's no one else with your unique fingerprints or heartbeat or your unique tongue print or your unique iris of your eyes or the experiences you've had in life or the emotions you feel the way you feel them or the way you see art and beauty and the world. And there's never been another you. And that's the secret sauce. And so I remember the moment when my um, therapist had shared all this with me and it, I had this moment that was like, like a light bulb went off in my brain so bright that it burst where I was like, I'm not crazy. I'm just first. It is powerful. It feels like joy. It tastes like freedom. Tastes like freedom. Are you a high achiever constantly seeking that next level of success? Welcome to the Quick Success Program. It's a deep dive and support system to master your life and scale to new heights in personal and professional achievement. Included is our exclusive monthly book club where we process transformative ideas from amazing books to level up your learning and your life. We also bring the author to the club to answer your burning questions. You can also participate in monthly live coaching calls with me where your questions meet my decades of expertise. Simply go to quicksuccess.com, that's K-W-I-K success.com and choose the plan that works best for you. And you could be the one that breaks that generational, whether it's trauma or, or, or cycle of poverty or health challenges. Like we could be that one by standing up and not dimming our light because it's shining in other people's eyes. We have a, a special group in our community called Quick Success, and um, which also includes a book club. And we're very honored to feature your book in the month of March. Worthy. We have over 1,000 people in this book club and everyone's buying it. So um, we also always ask a question from our quick success. People could join that at quicksuccess.com. They know that. One of the questions in quick success was, what was the hardest moment when you questioned your self-worth? And, and 
What became of that or how did you overcome it? Was there a specific moment that really, where you questioned your own self-worth? Yeah. And what I'll say too is it is a daily thing. It's a daily thing. It's a lifelong journey. Um, one moment, Jim, that, that I'll share. I was at a moment in my life. Let me just preface this. My entire life from the time I was a little girl, a lot of us have childhood heroes. Like for some people, it's Superman. For other people, like whatever, whoever it might be. And growing up, I was alone a lot in my living room and I'd watch Oprah. Mm. And so for me, I always dreamed as a little girl of meeting her one day. I dared to <laughs> believe it was possible and inspired my career of going into journalism, all of that. Like this was my dream. That was my superhero growing up. Fast forward, I'm 39 years old and I get the chance to meet her. At this moment in time, I'm 39. I had all of this success. I had just, oh my gosh, like I was so confident, Jim. I had just sold my business for $1.2 billion cash that I'd started in my living room. L'Oreal made me the first woman to hold a CEO title in their 100 plus year history. All these things were happening. The Forbes list, all these things that were like, whoa, I was very confident. I did not know that I did not have a lot of self-worth and that there's a big difference. And you want to know what happened? I met her. Eventually, she invited me to lunch at her home. I went for a three-hour lunch, one-on-one, just me and Oprah, and it couldn't have gone better. And at the very end of the lunch, she gave me her cell phone number, and she said, call me anytime. You can call me anytime. And Jim, I did not call her for four years. Four Four years. years. Four years. And I thought I knew, I would tell myself reasons why, like, oh, I just need the perfect thing to say, then I'll call her. Or, oh, I'm going to prove I don't need anything from her. You know, everyone wants things from her. Like I, I told myself these stories and wow. four years went by and I realized the real reason was that deep down inside, even though I was so confident and had all of a certain measure of success, deep down inside, I didn't believe I was worthy of being her friend. And our self-worth is our ceiling, whether it is in our personal relationships, our friendships, our business, our level of success that we get to. And that was the day when I called her. <laughs> I picked up the phone and called her four years later. Uh, and also it's when I realized, oh my gosh, there's a huge difference between self-worth and self-confidence. And they're both very important and very valuable and they're very different. Yeah. And that is what shifted when I learned how to believe I'm enough and build that self-worth. So that would be one moment. Just one of them. <laughs> just <many>. one. <laughs> I love it. This conversation really is just a reminder for everyone that that you matter, that you are enough, mm. that your presence in the world, it makes a difference whether you see it or not. You can always improve. We could always be better. But remember this, that you are enough, not because you did or said or bought or thought or, or became or created something special, but because you always were. In Jamie's new book, the title suggests it's actually accurate that you are absolutely worthy. Jamie, where can people get their copy of, of Worthy? So worthybook.com has a link to all the different places, um, Target, Barnes & Noble, independent bookstores, Audible, Amazon, and um, there's lots of free gifts, free thank you gifts at Worthy. Uh, worthybook.com. And anyhow, I'm so excited. I'm so honored. I'm so grateful. <laughs> thank you. 
This is, this is one of the most important topics. This is one of my f most favorite recent reads. That's why we only put those books in our in our book club. And so we're going to have a deep dive conversation with uh, Jamie Kern Lima in, in the month of March for, for 60 minutes where you could ask your burning questions. And I'm going to share some of my highlights out of the book specifically. And uh, Jamie, you're an inspiring force of nature. You're an unstoppable force for mm -hmm. good. And, uh, and I value our friendship and thank you so much for sharing with our community. Everybody take a screenshot of wherever you're consuming this. Follow uh, Jamie on social media, tag her in it also as well. So we, we have to see it and share one thing that you learned in this conversation. Because remember when you share something and you teach it, you get to learn it twice. So your fans, your followers, your family, your friends, they can learn new insights and uh, share this episode if you would. And that's the greatest gift you could give somebody else. And Jamie, thank you so much. And we'll, we'll see you in, uh, in March's book club. Thank you, Jim. I cannot wait.